0: Help keep Kinks and Beats Daily alive with a $4 monthly contribution and receive exclusive bonus episodes as our thank you to you. Visit herohabit.com slash shop for more details. Hey, 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 welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. I'm your host, Tony Fry, and this is episode 196. Thank you for joining us. Today we are talking about the song a lot of you probably don't know. Um, casual Kings fans, I'm sure don't, but even me as a diehard Kings fan, um, didn't discover this until much later. We're talking about Too Hot, released on August 10th, 1984 as the B-side to Good Day and November 19th, 1984 on the album Word of Mouth. And, um, I was kind of late to anything past State of Confusion, um... I picked up a little bit later. Some of those albums are tough to find on CD, um, especially by the time I was getting into the Kinks. And, you know, I loved the 60s and 70s stuff. That was definitely my my wheelhouse. Um, So I I came to Word of Mouth and UK Jive and and those later albums um, later in my Kinks fandom. Um, This track was recorded along with Good Day, which I mentioned was the A-side, in June or July of 1984. And at this point in the King's story, Dave and Mick Avery are, uh, every, things are so tense between them. They're so unable to work together um, that they basically give Mick the, the heave-ho. So Good Day uses a drum machine. And um, for this track, uh, Too Hot, Bob Henrett is brought in to play drums for the track. And then we know Henrett, who once played um, with the band Argent, with Jim Rodford, who is then the Kinks bassist, um, and he'd work with Dave on his solo efforts, we know that he will eventually become the Kinks drummer. So this is kind of a a formative, you know, to this point, and we're talking 20 years now. To this point, there are not many tracks that Mick Avery does not drum on. And this is really the first... um, of this new era of of the Kinks rhythm section. The song opens with an almost country vibe, like the Georgia Satellites, but once Ray begins to sing, the song has a more Chuck Berry vibe. And I don't mean that to say that it's like a retro song or, you know, some kind of 50s throwback. It's just in that style, the way the lyrics are delivered and that kind of driving groove, it's in that style, but it still it sounds of its time. It doesn't sound like a Chuck Berry tribute song. Um, the chorus actually reminds me of two previous King's songs, one of which is very obvious to anybody who listens. The first part of the chorus reminds me of the chorus of When Work Is Over from the soap opera album. <singing> right? That kind of back and forth between the, the, the two chords. And then he sings too hot, too hot, too hot, and then the horns come in and they sound eerily similar to Come Dancing. I don't think that's an accident. But, I mean, it's basically, you know, da 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 -da. It's very similar to Come Dancing. And it's interesting that they'd use the horns and so clearly call back to their fairly recent radio hit um, and then throw the song on a B-side. Because that kind of gimmick is usually used to get an A-side to the top of the charts. You know, you, you you remind the listeners of your last song a little bit, you know, so that they request their new song. But regardless, it's a pretty catchy chorus and instrumental break. I like I like the chorus on this one. The overall production on this track is very steep in 1984, not as much as the A-side. I'll grant them that with that drum machine. Um, but this has a lot of synth overdubs, a lot of treatment on the snare drum, a lot of effects on the guitars. But unlike many other bands of their generation who tried to adapt to an 80s sound, the kinks kind of take it, make it their own, and sound completely natural in this environment. And we've talked about that a lot on this podcast about how they were really more able than most to adapt to the trends, the styles, the, you know, the studio practices of their time without sounding like they were a bunch of old guys trying to sound young. They still sound like they're they're in their element, whether they're doing the 60s hard rock or the 60s, you know, Brit pop or the 70s, you know, FM radio rock or the concept albums or the stadium rock or now this 80s rock. They always sound like that they are right where they need to be, which is, you know, which is something. There's there's something to be said for any band that can do that. And I can't really think of any that do it as well as the Kinks did. Um, there's a cool section at the three minute 30 second mark where you get the Island Horn line on top of that country guitar riff from the intro, on top of the rock groove of the rest of the song. It's a really cool effect that is just thrown away. They do it like once and that's it. I wish they would have played with that idea a little bit more and really kind of, I don't know, the arrangement, it might've made the arrangement a little bit chaotic, but I think it would have sounded cool. The single didn't really do anything on the charts. Didn't crack in the UK. Um, and this leads me to the second t-shirt idea I've had in as many days because yesterday I said I should make t-shirts that say there really isn't a chorus because I say that a lot. I say this a lot too. Why isn't the B side on the A side? This track is so much more interesting and radio friendly than Good Day. It might have had a chance at charting in the top 40 or better had they given it a chance, especially when you've got this obvious callback to Come Dancing, which was a hit three years earlier. Now, how many times on this podcast have we mentioned one of these acts, um, particularly the solo Beatles and the Kings, hitching their horse to the wrong song? McCartney does it all the time. The Kinks did it. Harrison did it. You know, I feel like I could go back in time and give each of these acts a dozen more top ten hits. Each, you know, just by telling them, you know, flip that one over. Hey, George, don't let me wait too long is... top 10 hit release that as a single whatever I have the benefit of hindsight and very little experience in the times of their production I was after all three when this song came out and um, I didn't have a lot of clout with the major record labels back then I dig this song It's fun the lyrics are a little goofy now um, because they're they're a little bit referential to their times Um, But they are on point for 1984. They're discussing the plights of the young go-getters of the era and sort of making fun of the new obsession with working out. And the lyrics loosely follow three people, Julian, Arthur, and Sarah Jane. Julian is said to be looking at locations, um, presumably for a movie or something, since it's later revealed that he's over budget. Arthur is some sort of labor organizer, maybe. He's out on the picket lines, um, starting a war. And Sarah Jane is a college student who ends up being a stripper when she's not in school. I mean, she doesn't drop out of school to become a stripper. She only does it on the holidays. Um, what's weird about it, though, is the song seems to poke fun at gym rats, right? It's it's kind of got this chorus that pokes fun at these people that are just obsessing at the gym, which was, you know, a, a new fad at that point. But it's also like showing concern for the modern hustle the kids were putting themselves into and civil unrest and inequality and labor organizing and even global warming to a point like there's, there's, It's not the most focused that we're used to, to from Ray. You know, he's kind of touching on a lot of subjects here and and some of them seem to be in jest and some of them seem to be fairly serious. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a solid late era rocker from the Kinks. It's got, you know, some clever lines and some cool guitars and a, a, a good horn line. Even though it is a lot like Come Dancing, it is uh, Come Dancing was a good one-line. Why not use it again? So that's Too Hot. Um, you can check it out. It's on the playlist for Spotify. If you search for Kinks and Beats, um, it should show up there. You can also find all this information if you go to herohabit.com. Under the podcast button on the main menu, you'll find Kinks and Beats, where we have a directory of all the um, shows we've done so far. Almost 200. We're getting close. Um, and then... Um, we also have a, a link to where you can contribute $4 a month. And it helps us keep the show ad free. It helps cover the costs of hosting the podcast, recording, you know, like actual hosting, not me hosting it. Um, I mean, if all of you who listen to it contributed to $4 a month, it would actually support the host. But, you know, it, it, there's expenses that come with it. So you can find all that information at herohabit.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Kinks and Beats. Um, that's a fairly new Twitter handle. And we have a Facebook group, facebook.com groups slash Kinks and Beats. And you can join and chat with other listeners and fans of your favorite bands. All right. I will talk to you guys next time. Have a great day. Stay safe and um, listen to some Kinks and Beatles music.